The It's a Look podcast is brought to you in partnership with 1528 Webster. 1528 is a space where young companies, freelancers, and artists can grow their ideas, connect, find support, and mentorship. Learn more and apply for an individual or company membership online at www.1528webster.com. If someone could lead in the African-American vernacular... Vernacular. Yes, both. Come on! You're listening to your two favorite hosts, Frida and Jenna. Do us a couple favors while you're listening to this episode. If you want the first look at all of our new content, join our mailing list. Visit www.itsalookwith.us and drop your email in the newsletter section. Follow us on Instagram. Actually, go ahead and just do it right now. Pull out your phone, go to the Instagram app, and search for itsalookwith.us. Hit that follow button. We promise you're going to enjoy this episode and the ones to come. Lastly, we host live events. Consider this your invitation to the next one. Hugs on site, F and J. As you picture yourself in our live studio audience, picture yourself in downtown Oakland at the Pandora headquarters because that's where it was. Live at Pandora HQ, we want to give a very special thank you, a big hug to Pandora for giving us the space to do our first live podcasting event. As two Bay Area babes, it feels really good to be able to build our podcasting community here in Oakland and with Pandora, also a Bay Area native. Pandora is doing a pretty fantastic job supporting local podcasters because they're supporting us. And you should listen to It's a Look on Pandora. That's right. Pandora got podcasts. Peas on peas. So make sure to check out the It's a Look podcast on Pandora and tell your friends. Pandora is just as cool, if not cooler, because they're here in the Bay Area. They're building with us and with local builders like ourselves. It's been a few weeks since our live podcast recording, and every time I hear the audio, every time I hear that clip, every time I hear that happy birthday song, I'm immediately greeted by a rush of emotions, nostalgia, happiness, excitement, a feeling of completion, a thought that we did it. I know it's it's a look with us, and oftentimes that's Frida and Jenna, but this truly is a testimony and a testament to us, that us includes you, 
It includes our sound engineer. It includes all the photographers, videographers, brands, local businesses we've worked with, supported, and also who have supported us. So as you enjoy this audio and you enjoy this recap of the experience, I hope that you see yourself there and you too feel that rush of emotions. Dad, did you hear that? That was the truth. So LA was rolling up a blunt and Jenna goes, Frida, are we about to do this podcasting thing? I said, you tell me. Because I was already ready to go. I said, Jenna, we can do it, but do you realize how much work it's going to take? She's like, yeah. I was like, that doesn't sound like you understand what the fuck I'm talking about. (laughs) I was like, Jenna, do you understand how many hours we're going to have to spend with each other? She's like, yeah, we friends. I said, Jenna, again, that's not what I'm talking about. Jenna, do you understand we're going to have to work together, talk to each other all the time? This is going to be difficult. Sometimes you're going to want to hate me. She said, yeah, I want to do this. And I said, then it has already been done. And that was three years ago. And here we are. Does she want to kill me sometimes? Yes. Yes. I remember the first six months of working with Jenna, um, I kept pinging things to the top of her inbox. I would send her a business email, and she wouldn't respond in, like, what I thought was like not enough time, which was like four hours. <laughs> I was like, Jenna, it's been four hours. When are you going to get back to me? She's like, yo, <laughs> let it be to get at least 18 hours or something. I was like, okay, cool. And then I just, I waited 18 hours. Like, hey, just checking in. If we could just get the next, you know, we have more work to do. She's like, if you ping one more email to, to the, the top. top of my inbox, this is over. <laughs> And, you know, you learn small things about the people you care about, the nuances that make them tick. Um, and sometimes you want to just tick, tick, tock, tock, tock. Um, but then when you realize it's better for the two of you who don't, you stop that shit, right? And so that's how we began, smoking a blunt in Oakland. You guys, my mother and my father, they're not ready for this. They're not ready. They're not, they're not even ready. Okay, I'm not ready. You see, you heard her dropping all these curse words. I said, listen, my mom has never heard me curse. I don't even think she's listened to an episode where I might have cursed. Yeah, a friend of mine's been asking me, he's like, so what are you going to do? How's that going to go with your mom there? What are you going to do? Is it going to like cramp your style? I'm like, I don't know. We're just going to have to figure out when the episode starts. So this is being live recorded, just so you know. So thank you. All of that laughter, keep, keep it up. Keep it coming, okay? Keep, keep, that, keep that same energy while we record this. Okay, so my first question for you. Okay. Um, I want you to tell me, when we first started the show, what was something that you were most insecure about? Uh, I, I really didn't think I was funny. Um, I really didn't. I thought I was... You guys watch The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Yes. Okay. If you haven't, um, it's about... The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Um, and uh, there's an episode where Martin Lawrence is a, is a featured guest. Martin Lawrence in the episode is a stand-up comedian. And, uh, and uh, he comes on the show, and then Will's like, yo, like, you're so dope. Like, I think you're great. And then Martin Lawrence is like, 
yeah, thank you, I appreciate it. And then Will's like, I think I could do that too. Will starts doing stand-up comedy and he's trash, he's terrible. And at the end of the episode, he realizes that he's just kind of conversationally funny. He's just kind of a, a passerby kind of funny. And I was like, yeah, I'm probably like Will. And I think over the course of the show, telling these funny stories with Jenna, Jenna telling me all the time, you are actually really funny. I'm like, oh no, I'm, I'm not Will's character, I'm Martin Lawrence's character. So, you know, thank you, thank you. I think so too. Um, <laughs> um, but it's taken me a really long time to be able to feel confident to say that, you know, especially as a woman and as a black woman. Uh, and, and I have a very nuanced way of doing comedy as well. And uh, it's, it feels nice to feel like you know what you're doing. You feel like you're proud of the, the things that you're saying and, and also that you get the laughs. Um, so yeah, three years ago, that was me. My question for you, what really blows your mind from the last three years? Uh, I think what blows my mind for the last three years is that we actually are doing this still. Guys, I'm a fish. And that means I like to swim away. <laughs> I like to swim upstream. And I like to do things by myself. By myself. I'm like... I got this, this is a DIY, do it yourself kind of show. So yeah, three years now, I can't believe that we're still doing it. Uh, I can't believe that I'm telling the kind of stories I'm telling. I really didn't think I would be, I didn't think I would have the courage to talk about sexuality or sex or my finances or any of the things I talk about on this show with you. And I'm surprised we're still friends. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Our friendship continues to thrive. The thing about working with someone that, that's your friend is you have to make time. Like, we work so much together that we don't have time for friend time. And we have to really make time to, like, hang out as friends. I don't even know when the last time we actually hung out as friends is. So I'm just surprised that we still have friendship amidst all of the work that we do together. For sure. What Jenna means by that is, <laughs> she's proud <laughs> that we have so much respect and admiration for each other that even though we can spend many, many weeks at a time really without being friends, really just being colleagues, that our friendship still maintains. And I think she does a really good job, actually. She doesn't even realize she does a good job of this. Is she actually splices in things of friendship all the time. She'd be like, so, what you doing after work? I'm like, <laughs> bullshitting, you know. <laughs> and, but those are those moments, right? right? You don't talk like that with your colleagues. And so I think the thing is when we do get to be friends, it's a really deep friendship really deep, whether we do it for five minutes or we take a retreat with each other. It's really deep. You know what else surprises me? How serious we, we treat this so serious. We like have work sessions every week. Like, I feel like we make work. Like it, all of this is just making work. Ordering pins, or getting a photographer, a video. I mean, just like going to the bar, getting custom cocktails at the bar. Like it's just all, we make it work. And, 
I never thought, like when she said it's gonna take so much work, I don't think I had any idea how much work it would actually take. But because we work together, we pay attention to every single detail. And then it, it's incredibly magical. Anyway, where have you seen the most personal growth? I think uh, naturally, I'm a leader. I like to lead. If you listen to volume 20, you know I'm the drill sergeant. Uh, I said that. <laughs> it's the craziest thing is the person I'm seeing said, drill sergeant. I said, oh, you listen. <laughs> Isn't that the I worst said, part oh, about he it? Said, is that what you're going to do? <laughs> I said, not tonight, dear. Let's go to sleep. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, um, I like to lead. Uh, I think... Um, true leadership, though, means you should really be able to inspire anyone that you're working with, and that means you have to really understand them. Uh, Jenna and I work really differently from each other. I've had to learn how to uh, uh, communicate to a fish. Uh, and I'm a crab, so, you know, I talk like this, you know. And then she's just like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Slow down. I'm walking around like this, and she's just like, whoa. Slow it down. Um, so I think personally, I've been uh, able to learn how to communicate better with people. Uh, Jenna also encourages me to give people more eye contact. Jenna also encourages me to tell the truth more because naturally, as a cancer, I like to lie. <laughs> and the reason I like to lie is because I thought people didn't want the truth. <laughs> I'm like, tell the truth. But Jenna is always like, no, tell the truth. I don't lie well. My eyes and my face, they say so much that the lies, they won't even get out of my mouth, truthfully. Um, it may take me a long time to get to the whole truth, but I do like to tell the truth. I like to tell the whole lie. <laughs> I like to make up all kinds of bullshit. Ridiculous stories. I tell ridiculous stories, and to myself, I, it's... <laughs> So I'm learning that as well from Jenna. <laughs> One thing to note about us, people always think that we're sisters. We are sisters in spirit, but not by kin. Um, Jenna's older than me, so I always say she's the big sister, and I always say I'm the little sister that she uh, did not ask for. Uh, but I'm here, and uh, Mommy's not taking me back. So <laughs> you're stuck with me. Yes. Yeah. You know, because this is the thing. So I have a lot of siblings, but we all grew up so differently that we weren't, I found that I have like this escapism thing. I like to escape things because I've always been able to. Like my siblings, they would just go away or I would like go back home. I wouldn't see them for a few days and then it would be fine again. Like having to like, I now, I think the best thing I've learned is how to work through a hard situation with someone. Like, when we're not good, there was a day we were not good, and we had to come see this venue. Like, we were not good at all. I was sitting on the stage in this chair, like, twiddling my thumbs. Like, we were not in a good energy, and we still have to work through it. And I think I'm learning how to get to resolve faster, you know, like, just get over it. So now I'm just like, okay, let's hug. <laughs> Which I hate! I hate it! I hate it. Yeah, I'm like, let's hug. It's fine. So I, I've had to learn how to, like, I'm the big sister, but I also, yeah, I'm just like, all right. 
I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll stand up. You want a hug? No, <laughs> I don't. What is the most embarrassing or maybe something that was just really terrifying to share on the show? Can you please now do it again? Relive the moment. The most embarrassing, okay, embarrassing or what's the other one? Uh, terrifying. Like terrifying. I feel like the stories about me are the most terrifying. Like, so there's been a couple of moments I've had to talk about myself. I told people on the show that I liked men and women. That was super hard. That was super hard. I'm just like, oh God, I'm going to go cross. Like, that is hard. It's hard to walk in that truth. And then it's recorded. So people could just go listen to it anytime. It's always in the archives. That tea, it's always hot. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that was hard. That was during season one. Uh, season two, we talked about, right now I'm just thinking about family history. Like we spent a lot of time talking about our families. We spent a lot of time talking about like, Hoarding, just like crazy things. That was hard to have conversations about like your family because you need to get NDAs from people. You know, like sometimes Frida will come, she's like, yeah, I'm about to just tell this story about my sister. I'm like, did you ask your sister <laughs> that you, if you could tell this story? So that, those are hard. And then I think this season, what's been hard has probably been talking about, we talked about the sex. That was okay. That wasn't too hectic. Uh... <laughs> No, because it was so funny. Like, if you're working with her, it's funny. Uh, what did we talk about early this season that was really hectic for me? Um, uh, like body hair and stuff? Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Okay, that story. All right, so we were having... We did a shoot. This is her story. She loves this story. We did a shoot. It was a swimsuit shoot. All right, both of us are in swimwear. So there's this preparation. Women know, like, how I'm about to show up in this swimsuit. How are the bottoms cut? Are they cut high? Is it low? Does it cover the whole area? Like all of these questions. So we're at my house. We're like getting these swimsuits ready. And Frida's like, okay, I'm ready. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, yo. What is, <laughs> what does it look like? Like, how, do, how does it look? And that was hella embarrassing to tell. And then I had to post the clip on my Instagram about me talking about, like, I only wax my body hair once. A, like, that's embarrassing. This is the kind of stuff my mom would tell me, save that for the crib. You don't tell people on the mic. My mom is probably embarrassed listening to this right now, literally. Uh, but yeah, those, those are probably the hardest moments. The moments where I have to talk about myself, because I'm, I'm a pretty private person. I don't really enjoy, I don't really enjoy sharing those things. Frida's like, if you have a reputation, don't let me damage it, because I will. She's like, I'm a comedian. I'm supposed to tell crazy stories. I'm almost encouraged to. Like, for me, I'm like, um, I'm a wholesome young woman. <laughs> I want to give a TED talk. <laughs> so those are the hardest moments for sure. Follow up to that is then, right, when you do share, what do you gain from being that vulnerable? You know, honestly, I think I gain, I gain the ability to be more honest in my day to day. Like, because I tell those kind of stories w with Frida 
it's, I'm like more honest and more open. It's not even honest. It's actually just open. I feel more open. Uh, I think I also gain a sense of who I actually am. I, I was listening to my meditation this morning and it was talking about how um, sometimes when we're having conversations, we're so focused on being who we, the, who the other person wants us to be that we're actually not being our authentic selves. And I think I've just become more authentic because I am talking about who I actually am. So now I can walk in that truth all the time. And I can send my dad a link to the, the volume 20 about sex and, and I'm not tripping. I'm like, yeah, dad, I want to know what you thought about that. Yes. <laughs> Since you've listened, right? So it's like things like that, like this transition between like, okay, I'm a kid and now I'm an adult and, and this perspective of like sharing with people, right? Like sharing with your friends, sharing with men, like telling them the truth. I'm like, oh, that's another hard thing. I roll my eyes. Like, it's easy to talk to your girl. I call my girlfriends my birds. That's why I'm like, yo, my birds. I could talk to my birds about all kinds of things. You know, you call your girl like, girl, guess what happened? But like, if you actually have to talk to someone of the opposite sex, I'm literally curling up in a small ball. And so I've gained some honesty and ability to have those kinds of conversations. So my question for you, because I, yeah, you, I mean, we both get a lot of feedback from listeners. Um, what has been the best feedback that you've received from a listener? We have uh, a mutual friend. <clears throat> Her name is uh, Alex Tamanya. And she's here tonight, actually. Alex, where are you? <laughs> oh, there you are, front row. <laughs> um, that one right there. Um, can I share some of your feedback? Great, thanks. Um, Alex shared to us that um, she enjoyed our friendship and that she could hear it in the podcast um, and that strong female friendship, kind of female friendship that is not competitive, uh, it's honest, it's funny, it's comforting, uh, really inspired her. Um, to be like that, to be more of a woman like that who loves on women. And I think we get a lot of feedback in general about how people can hear our friendship in the conversation and that they feel like we are their friends as well. And that makes sense because the, the podcast was started because we were really good friends and we were like, we're having really great conversations as people, as friends. What if we shared this with others? So when we say things like, Hugs on site, it's like, because when we see each other, it's hugs on site. Except, you know, when we have a funky, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, so I think that is some of the best feedback that we've gotten over, over the last three years. Can somebody pick that up for Jenna? Because <laughs> she's not about to get up, for real. This hat fall off. Yeah. Shame. We're, all, we're poised up here right now. If some shit drops, please help us out, for real. So this is an AMA, it is an ask me anything. So the, the, this mic right here actually is open for questions. Uh, and I would love to open the floor for questions from the audience at this point. Uh, this could be feedback from an episode. This could be just anything you wanna ask us at this moment. Um, yeah, I would love to open the floor for you all to ask something, anything, if you have a question for us. 
Don't everybody jump up at once, you know? <laughs> they're coming, they're coming. I would also say, if you're coming to the mic, please share your name. Uh, uh, share your name and an interesting fact about yourself, because this is It's a Look With Dot Us, so it's not just about the two of us, it's also about y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey. <laughs> Hi, Andy. Oh, okay, well. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I was supposed to introduce myself. Blew your cover. I know, right? <laughs> I'm Andy. Shame. <laughs> Pronoun she, her. I'm fine with they, them. You know, I'm setting those intentions. I'm inclusive with it. Uh, interesting fact, because, you know, people won't see me in this future. I'm black. I'm a woman. <laughs> For I'm those who New are York. listening. For those who are listening. You know, why not? My question is, what inspires you to come up with the topics that y'all discuss? What's happening in our lives at the time. That's truly where the topics come from, for the most part. So if you've listened to this season, we've tried a lot of things. Like we had an episode, we've covered events. Kenya, I remember when we were walking in Utah, we were on a long hike and Kenya was like, yeah, you know, this season, I don't know if it's really for me. I was like, oh, Kenya, tell me more. <laughs> tell me about that. Right. So in the beginning of the season, we were doing a lot of interviewing um, and we were reaching. We were like trying, I guess, to do more journalistic content. And then even when we were planning this event initially, we were about to have, we were about to interview people. We were about to have, we were like, yo, who could we bring to the stage that's going to pull people here? And then we were just like, ourselves. Like, we need to do more episodes with ourselves. We need to tell more stories about ourselves. So now it's like when we brainstorm for a new episode, we go into a document and we just start typing, like, what's happening in your life right now? What's going on? And oftentimes we have similar themes. So we're talking about finances. It's because, like, Frida just financed her show and she took a big L and I just found out a new way to make hella money. So it's like, you know, like, <laughs> that's normally how we find our topics. My L was not a loss, but a lesson. Thank you. I got that from Instagram. Hi, friends. Hi. It's Ayana. <laughs> um, fun fact, I play basketball and coach basketball. Mm. <laughs> um, so a question I had, because you guys answered all of the questions I was thinking about. Um, really, what can this space do to help you guys with our resources to aid your growth? I think Frida and I have gotten really clear on, well, a couple of things. So Frida and I, okay, I'll speak for myself. I entrepreneur full-time, a full-time hustle. Every dollar I earn, I go and get. I got to negotiate. Right now, I'm like supposed to be writing contracts, and I'm just like, Ah, oh, like, you know, like that's so stressful, but like every part of the process I manage. And F, you know, I think that's a space she really wants to get to. And I think the way that we do that with It's a Look is we've gotten really clear on the three ways we make money. So it's like hosting events, right? Like if your company has an event that they need hosted, like, or a fundraiser, like we're great at that. Like, we can do that. Uh, I think the other thing is like executive production of content. Uh, so if, again, if you like, you know, yeah, if you're producing content, producing an event, producing an experience, Frida and I together are really great at that. Um, so I think, and then the last thing is modeling. Um, 
Her and I have been doing some incredible modeling together. Uh, shout out to McMullen, our friends over here. Uh, we've been doing a lot of work with McMullen. They are a luxury boutique that's based just around the corner. They actually styled us this evening. Uh, <laughs> we have, a, we have a, a really big shoot coming up with them. Uh, so it's like, you know, it, you know, those kind of opportunities, uh, not only do they allow us to reach more people, they allow us to lean into what we're good at. Uh, they allow us to create together. So I think those are the ways that you all can support us. And then I think, you know, continu continuing to share your favorite moments with us, like con continuing to pour into us uh, through laughter and through candid feedback and through friendship. like. Frida's like, yeah, we're gonna have volunteers. And like, I look at the people who volunteer and they're like, these are my friends. Like, I work with these people. And it feels really good when you all show up for us in that kind of way. So thank you so much for that. My name is Jace, I'm uh, Jenna's little brother. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you see the resemblance? Uncanny. Um, <laughs> so uh, really for both of you guys, I hear a lot about these people that have been a part of this process since the conception. So uh, who's someone who's either empowered or inspired you guys throughout this? I want to give a shout out to someone who's not here, Martina Abrams, or Martina Abrams Ilunga now. Um, she is the founder of You Had Me at Black. And You Had Me at Black, I, I found out about through a friend of mine here. Uh, and... Uh, Martina gave us a one-on-one -on -one, uh, course on how to start a podcast. Like, all we learned about podcasting for the first time was from Martina. Um, and that was really incredible because, yeah, she's a black woman who's doing podcasting. And she was just like, here's all the knowledge. Like, here's everything you need to know. Um, so that definitely empowered us. I don't know where we would be without her. And... Similarly, she's also put us in, she put me in a position as well to host my first event here in the Bay Area. Um, so I want to give a shout out to Martina. I want to shout out Rebecca Young. She's also not here. She is my business coach and we met with her this summer. <laughs> and she was like, y'all, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> You've got to make money. Like, <laughs> this has got to be profitable. This, this can be a hobby, it can be fun, or this can be a business. And I think she really kind of geared our, our minds towards, like, valuing ourselves, our creativity, our talent, talent, and what we bring to the world. And that was a life-changing moment, I think, for us. Because I got in the car with Free, I felt so deflated. I was just like, yo, I <laughs> what are we going to do? And we're doing it. Now we're doing it. Hi. Hi, Kenny. Hi, I'm Kenya. Um, I can't think of a fun fact. I was focused on thinking of a, a question. And I have two. One is, can you talk about the importance for you guys maintaining and defining your identities as separate people? Yes. Although you're business partners. Do you want to tell us the second question now or are you going to wait? Actually, no, you should wait. <laughs> you can, you can, Kenya, Kenya's next again. Okay. 
I want to start with this question. So, oh, brother, we have, <laughs> I want to tell this story. There was a time where it's a look was hanging off of a cliff. We were this close to not working together anymore. Okay. And it was because of this identity problem crisis we were having. What ha happened was Jenna, and this is, this, is a, this is a story I'm sharing because it's important for people to know that um, when working with people closely, especially as women, they generally do a couple of things. So one thing they'll do is like the Beyonce Michelle situation, right? Where, where they, they, they compare you and uh, they say one is better than the other, right? And then another thing that they do uh, is that they'll be like, um, they're the same. They're just the same. So like an example of that, uh, who's the same? T and Tamara, right? Who cares if it's T or Tamara? They're the same, they're twins, right? But they actually have very distinct identities. Um, and so the reason why It's a Look was hanging in the balances is because Jenna felt like I was infringing on her personality. Um, and it's important for me to tell this story because this was a learning opportunity for me. This is not something that is a, a negative aspect of Jenna. This is actually something that's really important because your identity is you. Right. And Jenna being my big sister, you know, she would wear cool shoes and I'd be like, I'm gonna go get those shoes. <laughs> like, or like Jenna would do something with her hair. I'm like, I'm gonna do that with my hair. Same haircut. <laughs> and she was like, yo, <laughs> who are you? What's your identity? Because this is me. You can't keep j essentially jacking my swag. And I was like, I got my own swag. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I, I, I played sports for a long time. I, you know, I used to wear sweatpants and, and t-shirts and I didn't really do my hair for real. And like, I didn't. And so she's, you know, she's very inspiring. She's very beautiful and talented. I was taking a lot. Um, and it was really important for me to learn that lesson of like, you have to figure out who you are independently from her. What do you do individually? Um, and so now, you know, I, I'm trying to lean more into who I am. I'm the stand-up comedian. I make the people laugh, ha ha. Uh, I'm generally more feminine presenting. Um, you know, I know I like to be very girly and like dainty and big earrings and fluffy hair and things like that. Um, and I have to be very mindful of the things that I, I am inspired from, from Jenna. Um, so yeah, and I think that this, this situation happening really, you know, expelled us apart from each other, but ultimately brought us together. Because what, what she was really saying is like, I want you to plant your own seed. I want you to be who you are because I'm working with you. She said this to me, it's gonna make me cry. I'm working with you because I think you're really great, not because you're me. Can I get a tissue? <laughs> I hear that story now and it's almost embarrassing because I can't believe I was so petty. <laughs> but I was being so petty. I was so mad. I was just like, yo, like we're going to the same barber. Is she going to my nail salon? Like, it was just touching me. I'm like, I'm going to the nail salon. I walk into the nail salon. I see her at the nail salon. I'm just like, yo. <laughs> Sister! <laughs> I'm like, if you don't get your own. So I, now I'm just like, yo, it's good, you know? I. I 
Again, DIY. I'm like, party of one, please. That's me. Uh, so now I'm just like, it's fine, right? Like, it's okay to share. It's okay to be inspired and trying to, yeah, Ken, you remember when we were in South Africa and I was like, I hate matching. I don't want to match anybody. <laughs> and I've got to, I've gotten used to, yeah, now people are like, are you guys sisters? And I'm just like, yes. Like, it would be easier to say yes than no. You she know? used to say no. <laughs> <laughs> Not. So yeah, it's been a beautiful transformation, I think, for me to uh, just learn how to share. Just to share a little bit more. And to love, you know, just really to love and to encourage. Like, just to, I really just want to encourage people. That's really all I want to do. I just want to encourage people to be their best selves, to do their best thing. Because that's all I'm really trying to do. And in working with her, I've learned the ways that I can be more gentle in doing that as opposed to being so, like, harsh about it. You see, from that very tumultuous period, we both learned something and and realized that the other person wasn't wrong, but we essentially both just needed to grow a little bit more. Um, and I think that's why we're still working together. Kenya, you had a two-fold question. You want to turn the other page? I did. Okay. So uh, I don't know if you've answered this in your earlier episodes or not, but I'm curious about what does It's a Look mean to you as a title? Um, I think it's really easy to apply that to clothing and what you're wearing. And I think that's part of your intention, but I also feel like there could be more to that story. Great question. When we first started trying to think of a name for the show, I was saying it's a look all the time. I'd be like, yeah, that's a look. It's a look. And I think it was just at the time. Even now, people are always like, it's a look. It's a look. That's a look. What's your look? Uh, and so now when people hear it's a look, they obviously think it's fashion. Uh, and I mean, we're going to look fly. Yeah. But I think it's a look is a look into ourselves. That's really what the interpretation is now, is a look into ourselves, uh, a look into the things we're curious about, a look into the things that we're inspired by. Hi, I'm Justin, Jenna's youngest brother. I'm just wondering, um, what influence do you guys hope the podcast has on younger generations? Aw, that's so sweet. <laughs> Gotta think about the youth. You know, I have a cousin, she's 18 years old, and uh, she just graduated from high school, and she listens to the podcast, and she's asked me about, you know, her and I have conversations about sex and about all kinds of things. Uh, I think if nothing else, what I want younger folks to take from our show is, um, one, that it is possible to work with your friends. Uh, it's definitely possible to build with friends. We've heard a lot of stories about like it being terrible to work with friends. And I think that Frida and I are living, breathing, um, transforming uh, representation that you can. I think, you know, it's also to encourage young folks or anybody to just grab the mic. Like you have a story to share. It's going to be hard the first few times to listen to your voice back. You're going to be like, that's me. But like, hear yourself, share your story, learn when to step up, and then learn when to step back. Like we, sometimes we listen to our track and we're still like, yo, I'm still, I'm hella long-winded still. Story's still real long. 
Uh, but like learning when, you know, learning, learning yourself, learning your voice and, and stepping into it. That's what I really want for you, Justin, is for you to step into your voice and for you to share your stories and for you to tell the truth and for you not to be afraid to tell the truth because the truth will inspire someone else. The truth will motivate someone else. Uh, the truth will change someone else's life and your own. I'm Tabitha, and I am Jenna's older sister. <laughs> My siblings are out here representing. Can you guys give them a hand, please? I'm like, wow, y'all all got something. Great, bring it. I'm the one with all the kids. <laughs> and before you ask, no, they're not here. <laughs> this is my one day of the year without them. Uh, so that's my interesting fact. So sweet. Um, first, I wanted to say earlier, Frida, you said that your family wasn't here. And that's not true. Because Jenna is my sister. You are my sister. Okay? We are all here to support you both. Don't, don't deny us, okay? Let's not, let's not do that again. Um, I also wanted to say that, well, I wanted to let you guys know that you guys, whether you know it or not, you inspire a lot of people. Um, even someone like me, who I am very, um, I'm a homebody. Of course, I'm always with my kids. Um, but you make me think that, like, there's, you know, other things that I could do. You know, try. Um, so thank you for that. And you also give that to Imani, uh, one of the kids. She's the oldest. And um, she's always, you know, Auntie does this, and I want to try that. And, you know, Auntie hired me as her photographer, so I need to learn how to take pictures. And it's just, it's really amazing to have... Um, Someone so close that, you know, black girl power, like just doing stuff on your own. Not, this, this is not Beyonce. You know, it's not a celebrity. These are, these are regular people, family members, you know, doing big things. And that is so crucial, especially to them. Um, so I'm curious, my question finally is how does it feel to give that kind of inspiration to all types of people. I think I feel two ways about it. So on one hand, sometimes I'm in it and I'm like, yes, I just want to inspire people. I want you to be big. I want you to be bold. And other times I'm overwhelmed. I'm just like, I just want to shrink. I don't want to inspire anybody. I don't actually have any light to share. I'm actually so tired of pouring that I can't pour anymore. Uh, so I'm, I, I feel both ways about it. You know, it, it, sometimes it feels like such a big responsibility because then people begin to call you for it and you're just like, I actually, I can't even answer. Like, I, I don't even have the words to tell you, to share with you. I can't change your life. And then on the other hand, it's like, it's such a beautiful blessing to be able to live out loud in this way and to, to 
it, it's crazy because sometimes you'll be on the stage or you'll finish a performance and people just rush up to you and they want to tell you how you've inspired them and you can't even process the words that they're telling you because you're just trying to process the fact that you just poured so much out of yourself. And so there's this balance of both. Um, I think for me, you know, when I like when I'm at home, I'm a different person. <laughs> like if you get me at home, I'm I'm really like a baby. I need to curl up in a small ball. Like I need <laughs> I need a lot of TLC so that I can step out into the world and be this person. And I think for me, it's just important to find the balance in the two, so that I can continue to do it because I want to do it. I it, it's I'm supposed to do it. And now that I've recognized that I'm supposed to do it. I'm committed to doing it, and I'm going to do it. Hi, ladies. Hello. How you doing? I'm Ethan. Uh, I'm a Sagittarius. I enjoy long walks on the beach and uh, jazz Hello. music. <laughs> Second, uh, I just wanted to know, what is the vision for uh, It's a Look going into 2020? What's the 2020 vision? We're, uh, 2020, we'll be walking in New York Fashion Week. Twenty twenty we'll definitely do at minimum nine podcast episodes. We generally do about eight to ten a year. Uh for me, my goal for its look in twenty twenty, I think our focus we'll we'll just become more refined. Uh, it's look will become more refined. What we do, uh just our calendar, uh the events that we're at, all of those things we'll be we'll begin to prepare for. I think we'll become more solidified in our identities. Like that's something we've actually thought about is like what what makes Frida and what makes Jenna and kind of just becoming even more clear about it. Becoming clear about our roles, how we, how we work together. You could leave it, it's fine, I don't need it. Thank you, it's fine, don't worry. Uh, yeah, our roles, I think uh, actually getting to the bag. Like <laughs> we need a proper bag. A proper bag to do this work. Kenny, you're laughing now. But when I have this bag, and we invite you for dinner, okay? Or when these looks are in our closet, and you ask me if you can borrow something. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, you're welcome to. Yeah, uh, I think those are the things. Yeah, proper focus on the Bay Area, where we're from. We're from here. So Frida really grounds me. She's like, we need to focus on the Bay. We're from here. We get to have that. We have the opportunity to work with Pandora. Like, we're from here. We need to lean into this even more. And I think, yeah, more friendship. More, more friendship. That and also more corporate sponsorships, partnerships. You know, Pandora, if you're listening, you know, we'd love to work with you again. <laughs> and then we have other random goals. Frida talks about like having a, a would you call it a troop of comedians yeah, or yeah, like yeah, yeah. of people? Like she's like, we should have a troop of comedians. I think uh, we'll probably take improv again. Um, we'll, yeah, we'll just be in court. We'll, we'll definitely be doing more video content. Definitely more video content. Definitely more acting for free. And for me, I do a lot of things that require me to be in person right now. Y'all know I teach these spin classes. I've been beating up these streets of Oakland. 
on foot. All of these things are not going to be happening in the new year. So if you didn't get it while it was hot, it will no longer be occurring in the new year at all. That's a fact. So yeah, that's what I think 2020 looks like for us. I'll be traveling a lot, truthfully. Mm-hmm. Working less, but making more money. <laughs> Working smart, not hard. She taught me that. And working with friends as much as possible. I'd like to lead in song. Come on, sing. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Priscilla. Happy birthday to Happy birthday to us indeed. Three years of the It's Look podcast. To say 2019 has been a whirlwind would be an understatement. We've had photo shoots, video shoots, video campaigns. We've hosted live events. And the year culminated with us hosting our first live podcasting experience in front of friends and family. When I listen to this, I think about how much work was put into it, and I understand truly why I am exhausted, tired, fatigued, ready to get into the new year and sleep and hibernate. But it's so comforting to know that what we dreamed about at the beginning of this year, this live podcasting event, really came true right before our eyes. <laughs> 